and I read, I read the chapter. It's a pretty good chapter. I mean, uh, those three men, they went through something. First, let's read. Pastor, would you please read Daniel, third chapter. We're going to start from the third verse all the way down to the 20, 22nd. I mean, the 27th. And who is that God that shall deliver you out of my hands? 
Shirak, Meshach, and Abednego, answer and said to King O Nebuchadnezzar, we are not certain to answer these in these matters. If it be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning furnace, and he will deliver us out of thy hand, O king. But if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. Continue to read. Continue to read. Then, which, then was Nebuchadnezzar full of fury, and the form of, 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 of Bashes was changed against Shirak, Meshach, and Abednego. Therefore he spoke and commanded that they should heat the furnace one seven times more than it was wanted to be heated. And he commanded the most mighty men that were in his army to bind Shirak, Meshach, and Abednego and to cast them into the burning uh, fury uh, furnace. Then these men were bound in their coats, their, their whole housings, and their hats, and their other garments, and was cast into the midst of the burning, uh, fur, uh, burning fury furnace. Therefore, because the king, because the king's commandment was urgent, and the furnace was exceedingly hot, the flames of the fire slewed those men that took up Shirak, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men fell down, bound into the midst of the burning, uh, a burning uh, fiery furnace. Then Nebuchadnezzar the king was astonished and rose up in haste and spoke and said unto his counselors, Did not we cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? They answered and said unto the king, True, O king. He answered and said, Lo, I see four men loose walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no hurt. And the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Then Nebuchadnezzar came near to the mouth of the burning, burning furnace and spoke and said, Shirak, Meshach, and Abednego, ye servant of the Most High God, come forth and come hither. Then Shirak and Meshach and Abednego came forth of the midst of the fire, and the prince and governors and, cap and captains and the king's counselors being gathered together saw these men upon whose bodies the fire had no power, nor was, nor was one hair of their heads single, neither were their coats changed, nor the smell of the fire had passed on them. Continue to read. Yes, that's it? All right. Amen. Lord, I have the call. Lord, we just give thanks to you, Lord, for the word, Lord, that, they will, that we would just not stand against thee, Lord. Please, Lord, use me, Lord. Use me for thy glory, Lord, that touch people's hearts and minds, Lord. Open it up, Lord. Open the hearts and minds, Lord, to receive the word. Please, Lord, we just want to give you thanks and honor. Please, Lord, make a way for your people. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Now. How did uh, the narrator, uh, the word tells me that the fiery furnace was a real big furnace. It's a furnace that makes bricks to build. It's not made for, uh, for cakes or bakery or to heat your home, but it was made to build things. So when they put him, the, the three Hebrew boys in there, they knew that the heat would consume them. Now that now this the word tells me that that they heat the oven 
seven times harder than, than a, the regular norm. Right? So when they got in there, let's start all over. Help me, Jesus. Yes, Lord. <laughs> you ever work for someone or hang around someone? The best to get along. There ain't gonna be no problem or to fit in, that there will be no problem. Get along, there will be no problems. They will put in a situation that they look good, they dress nice. Word tells me that they had a, a little set of key problems. I looked that up. It says that they are overseer of the kingdom of Babylon. I say the overseer. Huh. Sound like a Joseph. He was a governor of Egypt. The three Hebrew boys, they was administrators. It was over a region. It was over a country. It was over a kingdom of the empire. So they said, hey, they dressed him, ate good food, stayed in a nice pl uh, plaza, a uh, 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 kingdom. They said, man, they living good. No worries, no problems. I'm gonna ask you, God put them there, but God tested them too. <laughs> he tested them. Since they stand on the word of God, they studied the Bible. They, I mean, they studied the Word of God. Said we we should not do these things, worship other gods. We don't do that. They had to make a stand. Tied the sermon. This the sermon is stand on the Word of God. Yes, Lord. Stand. Now, some of us has and never had much in life. When the Lord blesses in a situation or blesses with a job, blesses with a nice, beautiful home, cars and stuff, maybe the Lord gonna probably teach us or try to see what you'll do. Are you gonna turn your back on God since everything good and go, uh, good and go, uh, gold? Or will you turn your way, your back on it? Yes, Lord, come on, Lord. How about the teachings that the Lord gave? Mm -hmm. Are you gonna turn your back on that too? God give us the do's and the don'ts. No committing adultery. Don't commit fornication. No hatred. No bitterness. No rage. The word says so. But the three Hebrew boys, they value the word of God. Now, a narrative man told, showed me, said, the three things that we give excuses why we should not bow down to the idols. The idols could be your house, it could be your car, it could be your children. Come on. It can be clothes, status. It can be those things. And God's over here on this side. Okay. We'll give a, I'm gonna give some excuses. We should not bow down but not actually worship the idols. Okay. You went into the act of doing it. 
bow down to a false god, which can't breathe, can't walk, is not even alive, but you still want to bow down to it. You did it out of just doing it just to get along with the other people. We would not become idol worshippers, but we would do one time and then ask God for forgiveness. How many times do we do that? Lord, uh, I'll just do it one more time. I'm going to go over here and do this right here, but I'll stop after that. But, uh, that's what we do. But, uh, Tell the prophet. But I know you're a merciful God. I know uh-huh. your grace is sufficient. But just that one time. Well, you do it one time, you'll do it again. Say it. You got to forgive me one time, you'll forgive me the second time. Third, fourth, fifth, sixth. The king was absolute, has power. But we must obey him. But God will understand. No. God's word don't change. He don't change. He stands on his word. Are you going to stand too also? I'd rather obey God than obey man. Uh-huh. That's what Peter said, right? Yeah. The king has asked, uh, anointed us. We are his, we, we owe it to him. No, you do not owe it to him. You owe it to God to live right, holy, and selfless. We, we are his living sacrifice. We can't do things for this world. We got to keep our temple clean. But when we leave this earth, we're going to stand before him, and he's going to examine us. Yes, he will. Without spot or rain. And if you have these things, well, you know where we're going. We don't obey. That's why the Lord gives us time on this earth to get things right. Yes, Lord. As we have breath in our body, we walk, we have our being, but we should study the word of God and fast and pray, Lord, I'm dealing with this thing here. I have a lustful spirit. I have anger issue. I do these things, but I can't help myself. But you need to get on your knees and ask God to help you. Yes, Lord. It's no excuse. Mm-hmm. What kind of excuse are you going to give God? All right. This is a foreign land of God. <clears throat> For he the fallen customs of this land. Well, so, okay, then you're going to go over this land and you're still going to do the things of this land. Or you're going to stand and do the things of God and show the people that you are the light of this world. You don't do those things that they do. You do the things of God. Although you might go to China, they might practice Buddha and this and this and that. Are you going to do the exact same thing? Those are demons. You go over there and do the things over there, the demon's going to come. And you think it's God. No, it's not. You're doing the things or the rituals of the demon, which they think is something. It's really nothing. It's just a demon. All right? Our ancestors set up idols in, in, uh, in God's temple, is it, it, is, uh, it isn't bad what we're doing now because they did it then. No, you can't be like them because you need to learn from our ancestors so we would not go that route with God. No, we don't do that. You see what happened to them, didn't you? So we don't go that route. We're going to stay and read the word of God and we're going to live right before him we're going to present our body to live a sacrifice holy and acceptable to us as our reasonable service. We do the things of God. We want to be holy. That's the main thing. So we stand before God that we will not have no spot of blemish on our, on our spirit, our soul. Yes, 
<coughs> and you'll probably say, well, that's a good one. He ain't hurting nobody. No, you're hurting yourself. You're hurting yourself. You're like you're digging a grave for yourself. And then you're putting yourself, and then, and then when you come to your, your uh, realization, hey, I can't do this, then you have to dig your way out of the hole. You know, some things that we don't need to experience certain things because sometimes people can't get out of the hole that they're in. Okay, let's say that, uh, for example, let's say that a lustful spirit, okay? Uh, I'm used to doing these things and, and it's kind of hard for me because my body is used to those things and and then it's hard for me to stop and then I had to go through reading the word fasting and praying and it seems like I'm asking God petition God to get this thing out of me and it seems like it's taking time because the Lord is working on you and plucking out each by little by little in order to get you right back where you need to be Amen. so it pays not to do these things and go down that route because you want to have an experience of doing these things. It pays, don't do it. Now, reading the word, experience God and the different levels of him that you he will build you up and have more of the spirit of God that you can work in the kingdom and bring some people to God to build a kingdom. Now you can experience things on that because you you build the kingdom for God. Not build the kingdom for the enemy. While you in there, you with the people that that suffering, you in there suffering with them, then y'all both going down down that to that down that area. If we get ourselves killed, some uh, some uh, heathen would take our position. I know that sometimes some people think Hey man, I've been blessed with this position. I ain't giving that up, man. Shoot, I never been nothing in my life, and this is an opportunity for me to be somebody. So I ain't giving up the job. So I don't know if I can stand for God because, shoot, if I stand for God, He may take this job, and I don't know what, what else I'm gonna do. Well, God can give you that position. He also can take it. He also can give you another job that pays good, better than you had before. There are people think that way. We have to think about God. We got to think about what he wants us to do. We have to think about what he wants us to be and what, what the job he wants to go, how to do it, or when to do it. We have to think constantly on him. We should not have to worry about earthly things. We need to think about spiritual things. When you think about spiritual things and all this stuff will come. Because we put God first in everything. Thank you, Jesus. You put this last. Yes, Lord. And then when you get those things, it don't bother if the Lord takes it from you. Uh -huh. Because I don't really need it, and I, I'm thinking about God. Uh -huh. Because he has my heart, he has my mind, he has my soul. That's what really counts. Yes, Jesus. The eternal in heaven is more important. His riches down here on earth. Focus on God. 
these things. Most people take the left with all the rich dollar signs, but God's over here on the right with just a cross that he just wants your soul. But most people take the dollars because I have to have a house, car. I need this, I need that. But if you have Christ, you want that? I can give you that. But focus on me. Yes, I'll focus on you, Jesus. You have everything. I believe the word says Solomon, all his riches and glory. He had all that. But all those things he really didn't care about. He said when he when he make the 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 instruments, I mean, not the instruments, the, he invented all kinds of stuff. He made it and he looked, said it was good and all the gold and riches, diamonds and everything. He said that, the word said that uh, he was vexed. He was vexed like it just bothered him. But when he think about God, he feels good. All that earthly stuff. <clears throat> what is stuff going to do about your soul? Just earthly. Uh -huh. He said that the next king behind me, all that stuff gonna be his. Uh -huh. But his soul is gonna be the Lord. Uh -huh. Focus on God. Have your heart set on Him. Have your soul clean. Have your soul purified. But when you stand before Him, He sees the Son. Yes, Lord. Focus. See the three Hebrew boys. They know that they know that what's important. But the word says, the word tells me that they stripped him. They were about to kill him. They stripped him, throwing the old Hebrews, Hebrew garments. <laughs> you take our clothes off. Put on these clothes what you had on. Come on. Bind them up. Come, Come on, on we're, we're gonna throw you in. We're gonna throw you in the fire. Come first. on now. We're gonna burn you up, man. You should. You should bow down. <laughs> no, ain't we ain't buying down to that. That's okay. We're gonna burn you then. And when they put on their old clothes, put on their hat and their garments, they get bound. When they threw them in the in the furnace and it was hot, they didn't even feel the effects of the heat and the burn. You know, Nebuchadnezzar know God. He just being rebellious. He know God. He said when he looked in that furnace, he said, hey, counsel, hey, did you put those three in there? Yes, we did. But that fourth one looked like the son of God in there. He, hey, he's with them. There's something special about them. Hey. Come on out of there. Come on. <laughs> hey, if anybody talks about your God, just throw them in there. That's what he did. Come on now. Those three men, God put you in a position in a company that would change the whole atmosphere. Yeah, he will. Convert the whole nation back yes, to him. Jesus. See, we got to, and then the Hebrew boys say, look, we don't know God's going to deliver us. We don't know. But if he don't, so be. Like Pastor always say, to God I die, to God I live. You gotta have that mindset. Yes, Lord. Have that relationship. Yes, Lord. Have that that I know him. Because Lord, I know it's God's will for me to go through this. Yes, 
so he'd get the glory. Will y'all stay? That's the thing. Or when trouble comes, you run. Come on. Yeah, I need that job. Hey, I feel sorry for them. I'm glad it ain't me. But when it comes to you, are you willing to stand? If that job is so more important than that, uh, the God we serve, no. God will close one door and open up another. Yeah, Better than the one that you had. Yes. <laughs> are you going to are you going to denounce me? Love what God said. Are you going to denounce me for a job? Which this this earth is not going to be here forever, and you want me? You just take that over me? No. I said, Lord, when I leave this earth, I want to make sure my soul be with you, so I can live with you forever and ever. See, this earth can't offer you anything. Just pain and heartache. Amen. Now, the Hebrew boys, they came out. They didn't smell like no smoke. Come on. They didn't even look like they were burnt. Jesus. They didn't like they had nothing on them. They was in the presence of God. Mm. They was protected. They was covered. That's good. The mighty Lord's wings just covered them and protected them and made sure that the flames and the smoke and the heat didn't protect, you know, hurt them, cause no heart pain. They just walking around just looking, probably amazed themselves. Hey, God is with us. Hey, I don't understand it, but God, I know we're there. So, so when we have in, the, in the mind, I know sometimes it's hard, but sometimes we have to study the Word of God. We got to study, got to study, and then we read the Word and understand it, and then let it come a part of us that no one can talk to your mind and say God's not able. We know He is able. He can get us out. He did it for them. He can do it for me. They are no special than you are. God is good. He loves us. But we have to live right, just like they live right. They put they, they testimonies, they they belief, they studies, and they said, no, we will not do that. I understand what you're saying, oh, oh Nebuchadnezzar, but we will not bow down to no idols. We will not do that. Okay. Well, we'll see what your God gonna do. Well, he did surely did. If he did for him, he will do it for you. Amen? Amen. Did y'all get something out of this? Oh, y'all excited. You <laughs> all love the Lord today. Because I do, because I know that God is able. If he if he don't do it, are you gonna change? Well, shoot, God didn't do it for me. I, I don't know. I want to go to church tomorrow. Come on. I didn't get that job. I needed that job. But if you give God a chance and get him started, just like the check, if you get him, because sometimes he gets people to do it, sometimes people don't want to do it. And then, and then that delays uh, uh, the process of what God wants for you. But when you stay and keep the stand on your, leg, or your knees and pray, Lord, I need you, Lord, I need you, Jesus. You, Keep on staying before him, he's gonna move harder for you. Good. Then you get to the person that will do the job. You will get the job that pays more than you ever know. Take your deal, take your house. If you live for the Lord, like my wife said to me, he'll save your whole house. Yes. Your children, your wife. Husband, 
even your mama, your daddy, save them too. Wouldn't it be nice to see all your loved ones in heaven? I'll tell you one thing, if I see all my relatives, all my sisters, brothers, my daddy, my mama, even my wife, Josh, I'll probably hug them and kiss them all and, and just go crazy. Tears come rolling down my eyes, pop roll on the ground a little bit. <laughs> we make it. We make it. All the hard work, all the hard pain, but trusting in the Lord, fasting, praying, and it, and it works. Don't doubt God. Don't doubt the curse in everything that you do. And when you do that, God's with you, like he was with the human boys. And uh, that's my message.